0: of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual, amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney is my co-host today, number one best-selling author in Ramsey personality. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Chris is in Canada. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Better than we deserve. How can we help?
1: Um, I just had a question uh, I'm a long-time listener, a caller. Uh, I never really had a reason to call other than the other day I got a
0: Okay, your phone's my... cutting out, man. Speak directly into your phone. Okay, how's that? Much better. Thank you.
1: Um, yeah, my uh, my wife got a message from her parents saying that they're buying on rent for a couple of months and they're uh, fixing to be kicked out, um... And they're, asking, they're not asking us to help, but, I mean, they've asked us a whole bunch of times uh, to help with bills and to pay things. And uh, they're just just—they're not great with their money, and they don't make a whole lot of it. They don't work a lot. So we just don't really know what to do to help them. How old are you? I'm 30. 30?
0: 30, yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been married?
1: Uh, We've been married about uh, two years. Been together 10 years.
0: Yeah. So these people are in their 50s.
1: Uh, they're around, yeah, mid-50s,
0: almost
2: late 50s. Yeah. Okay. Do you even have the ability to help? Is this a frustration uh, question, or is this a math problem question? Uh, we're
1: going through the baby steps ourselves. We're paying off our own debt. So, I mean, we don't have the financial ability to help all that much, but um, we do have a house of our own that we can bring them into, but, I mean, it'll be really tight. It's the two of them. It's her younger sister. She's got two kids. I got two dogs. So it would be really tight. And I mean, we wouldn't really want to put there for
2: a long so, period of time. So younger sister has two kids and she lives with them also. Yeah. She's about like 20, 24, 25. Is she working? I don't really work today. No. So this isn't a matter of helping out. This is a matter of transferring complete dysfunction. This is a mess. Um,
1: it is a mess. Yeah. I mean, they, Yeah, they don't, the the one, the father works uh, mainly, and then uh, he works with a construction company, and he's good at his job when he, when he has work, but, I mean, he's working very little.
0: Yeah, he doesn't work much, the daughter doesn't work at all, and mama doesn't work at all. There's kids and dogs all over the place, and they don't pay their bills.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's hard for them. them.
0: No, it's hard for them, because they don't
1: work. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know where my wife got her work ethic from, but she works Two jobs, two, or two jobs, I don't either because
2: these people don't work.
1: Sometimes people
2: grow up in a situation and they say, not never again. And maybe that's your wife. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause she kind of grew up in it a little bit.
0: So Tim, really one of the most painful them, right? things that we do as an adult is we watch people that we love friends or family do stupid things and misbehave and there's nothing we can do about it. And we hurt for them more than they hurt for themselves. It's very hard.
1: Yeah, when uh, when we were speaking to her mother, she kind of seemed a little bit cool, calm, and collected. And we were kind of over here like, how are you, how are you relaxed right now? Like, you can't pay your bills. You're kind of struggling. You're thinking of being kicked out. Like.
2: I think that's an important thing for you to notice about yourself. You can't care more about them than they do about themselves. Yeah, yeah, I get that. They're not children. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I hate this it's, for it's you. It's not harsh, but here's the thing. If you gave them $10,000 and they got completely current, in one year they're going to be right back here again, aren't they?
1: And that's a conversation I've had with my wife. Like We we said like we could win the lottery tomorrow and we can give them a house and $500,000 spending money, but, I mean, they, they'd come back eventually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but and so there's no amount, there's there. no amount of funding help that's going to actually help until they change. Would you agree with that?
1: Uh, I agree. So yeah,
0: throwing I'm money fine. at them is uh, almost hurtful because it's kind of like you're giving a drunk a drink. We call that well, enabling. We call that enabling.
1: So then is there anything that I can kind of say or not do for them, but kind of convince them in a way to kind of I don't know, go and get a job or go and work?
0: You know, I really wouldn't say anything to them about them. I would just talk about what you guys are doing and say, you know, we we figured out if we work a lot that we have more money. We figured out that if we live on a budget and control our spending very carefully, that we don't have as much stress because we're never behind. And I would make statements about yourself, and then if they ever go, wow, I'd be cool to do that, i say, I would be honored to show you how to do that. I'd be honored to work with you and coach you on how to do that. I'll be your biggest cheerleader, but I'm not ever giving you another dime again. Because money doesn't help them, Tim. They need a new set of information plugged into their computer.
1: Yeah, they have they have kind of spoken to us like we yeah their
2: program be, is corrupted. Yeah, it, it, I I remember when I was in college, I had an opportunity to leave school and go do something, and the guy was we were back and forth, and I was like, dude, I'm not dropping out of college. It's stupid. Um, and it was a cool opportunity, but I'm not going to leave school. And he told me something that has stuck with me forever. Even though I I ended up finishing school and all that, he said the people who are successful don't have a backup plan. And I said, why? And he goes, because they'll use it. And that was silly Instagram advice before there was Instagram, but there's something to until your father-in-law realizes there's no, there's no, there's no superhero coming this time. I'm just gonna have to stay at work and make more money until your sister realizes that there isn't just some money doesn't fall out of the clouds to help her two little babies who are desperate in need of somebody giving us some structure and some support. Um, until there's continues to be a backup plan, they're going to continue use. I mean, they're going to continue using that backup yeah. plan.
0: So, um, if, if they come to me for help, I would say, here's what I'm willing to do. I'm willing to lay out a detailed game plan, and I'm willing to cheer you on as you go do it. And if you go do everything on there, uh, I may surprise you with some other help. But in the meantime, the help I'm going to give you is information to reprogram how you're doing life because your life sucks not having fun. That's only if they ask. Because people, I don't answer questions that people don't ask anymore. I sit here all day and answer questions on the radio, but you asked. So I'll answer it. But my friends and family that come into my life doing stupid stuff, I just look at them and go get a cup of coffee. There's nothing I can do. But if you ask, uh, don't ask. Don't ask, because I'll tell you. Because I love you so much, I'll guide you out of this, and I'll show you the, the hard answers to the questions. Work hard. You're going to have a callous. You're going to be tired. OT overtime time is going to be a big part of your life. And you're going to pile up so much cash that you keep the wolf away from your door. And we're going to jack the 24-year-old up and get her a life that's sustainable. Living with mom and daddy with her two kids is not a plan. This is the Ramsey Show. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable, in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Dr. John Deloney Ramsey personality is my co-host today if you're a pastor listening today we know that you've had a hard few years you got long hours church attendance is down church is still trying to come back after COVID, in many cases and all while trying to keep your own house running. You've had to take care of so much, and we want to take care of you. You deserve a safe space to talk about the hard things you're dealing with, especially money. So we created a free pastors-only version of Financial Peace University. Over six weeks, you'll learn with pastors from all over the country how to get out of debt and build wealth, how to get control of your money with a budget, how to work with your spouse if you have one, and even how to retire with confidence. It's all free, and this class is led by folks on our team who understand pastors. Many of them are former pastors, and they have a heart for you. So join our free pastors-only Financial Peace University by visiting RamseySolutions.com slash pastor. RamseySolutions.com slash pastor. Pastor, today's question of the day comes from Shelley in the Baby Steps Millionaires community on Facebook. John,
2: my mother is always giving me money that I don't ask for, but I know she has bad spending habits. What would you do about this situation? <laughs> I've never had this happen to me personally. This is a new one. <laughs> this is a new one. Um, I would probably do one of two things. The passive part of me would probably take this money and put it into an account and let it just sit. Cause there's going to be a day that she comes and asks for it back. Um, the more, the the last four or five years, six or seven years, John would tell my mom, Hey mom, I'm really working hard to build a life, uh, with my wife, our own life. And so, um, I appreciate your gift. I'm really grateful for it, but we want to make a go at this on our own. And so, uh, please feel free to give that money to my brother, my sister, whoever else. Yeah. As gentle as I can. The problem is not her. The problem is me. Don't bring up the fact that she's too broke to give. Nope. Wouldn't even go
0: there. Wouldn't even go there. I would just say, you know, I appreciate this and you're so sweet. Um, A, I don't need it. And B, I'm trying to practice the discipline of living on my own. Mm -hmm. And it would be helpful to me. If you would give this to someone else.
2: My promise is if I ever get desperate enough, I'll call you.
0: Yeah, I right. won't go hungry. I promise, Mom. Yeah. And you're so sweet. And thank you. Thank you. But um, I can't accept this anymore because I'm trying to work on me. Yeah. And just turn turn the whole thing back on yourself. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, The other one that comes up is, um, and I've heard this one a bunch of times over the years, is uh, mom and dad are broke, but mom keeps buying my kids toys mm-hmm on and trips and whatever grandparents stuff, Disney grandparents stuff on credit cards and making, making mom and dad worse. How do I stop her from doing that? And it's a similar conversation only this one's even harder. Um, but it's like, mom, we're trying to limit what the kids are getting. And, um, you know, uh, so we, you just can't do this anymore. Uh, we've, you've got to stop. You're going to have to check with me before you buy anything else. And, um, and then, you, again, there's no – it It very seldom is positive to shame them and go, you're too broke to do this. Stop it. That doesn't work, although that's a true statement. but <laughs> And it's tempting to say that, but it's really not profitable. Devontae is with us in Minneapolis. If I can push the button, there he is. Hey, Devontae, how are you?
3: Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well.
0: Good. How can I help?
3: Um, well, in the better interest of just getting the question out there, uh, I guess I'll just say a question you guys can rip into me after that. Uh, the question I have is that I have a car, or I have about $50,000 in debt. The car is a little over half of that at about 27, um, 19% interest rate I'm trying to get out. And then a follow-up question is just if I'm gazelle intense enough, uh, based on how much I'm working and and the things I'm doing to make money. You uh, owe
0: 27,000 on a car at 19%.
3: Yeah,
0: yes. Okay, what's the car worth?
3: Uh, 14000
0: Uh, Did you roll negative equity from another deal into this one?
3: Uh, no, I didn't. Um, okay, you're, I looking, Delaware, you're looking at the wrong
0: there. number then. Because a 19% loan is a subprime loan. Translation, they screwed you. okay. Or you yeah, screwed yourself by signing up for this. And they have a different calculation on those loans. When you ask for the balance, they use a total of all payments, a TOP number, to give you the loan balance. That is not the payoff. So your payoff is unlikely to be twenty seven, not with a fourteen thousand dollar value. How long ago did you buy the car? Uh, this is about a year ago, just under. Yeah. What'd you pay for the car?
3: Uh thus far I've paid about seven hundred.
0: No, no, honey. What was the price of the car when you signed the paperwork? The total price of the it car, not the financing. What was the price of the car?
3: Oh, I guess I don't know the answer to that. It was twenty-seven on the the only uh, overall price that came out was twenty-seven. So I thought that was the the value.
0: Well, I mean, if for the, the car is worth alone. fourteen, honey, you surely didn't pay twenty-seven for it a year ago.
2: Unless you went to one of those, it was a third party. It was a third
3: party dealer. Um, I was just desperate trying to get into something low credit, and that's what they gave me. Um, I know, but
0: even those guys don't do that. Okay, so I really think that you probably actually paid seventeen or eighteen for the car, and your total of payments is twenty-seven. So you have a, a finance company you're paying this money to, right? Yes. Okay, call them and ask them or what the payoff is if I bring a check today and pay it off. And they're going to tell you more like okay. 20. Okay. Or 18 or something like that. That's the number you're going to get. Um, and uh, and you obviously don't have any money, right? Uh, no, I've
3: I've since recovered my situation, so I do.
0: How much do you have?
3: Uh, like on hand or yeah, money. over time? On hand, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, currently speaking, no, I don't have any in savings.
0: Oh, you don't have any money? Okay. So I was right. All right. What do you make?
3: A um, hundred and anywhere between 113,
0: 130, depending on how long uh, have you been doing that? Um, four months. Why don't you have any money? I've been putting everything to debt. Okay. All right. And
3: then uh, I month, want you to last stop last putting
0: last it to month, debt because I want this car to get sold okay i want you to stop putting it to debt and i want you to save up enough to sell the car for 14 and put seven thousand with it and sell the car because it's going to be 2021 20, 18 something like that payoff then i want you to go get a two thousand dollar car and pay cash for it this car needs to go bye sure. bye it's bad juju bad car i agree the, no, the, no, I,
2: there's I agree. going to be a sense dude that you're taking 7000 or 10000 whatever that final payoff is and putting it in your backyard and just lighting it on fire, and you are. And no, no,
0: you already did that. Now all we're
2: doing is admitting it. <laughs> yeah, we're just <laughs> – yeah, and, and it's going to hurt, and uh, it's a, it's going to be a good scar or tattoo for you to never do this again, ever.
0: Yeah, and so yeah. –
2: Desperation makes us do crazy things, man.
0: Everything you did when you went on the car lot, 100% of your moves were wrong. You went on the car lot, wrong move. You bought a car. You never looked at what it's valued at. You have no idea what it was. You just said, if I sign here, I can drive it off. Yes. And you signed whatever they put in front of you. You never looked at it. This is the recipe for getting screwed. And if you do it again, you're going to get screwed again. If you do it again, you're going to get screwed again. This is how it works. This is how these people exist in these rip-off car situations. Uh, And and so uh, they feed on the desperation and the immaturity of people. And so uh, the next time this comes up, you need to step back, breathe a little bit, and think, okay, where can I get a $1,000 car? And I, how, where can I get $1,000? And let's get a, um, a garage sale car, car you bought a garage sale, and drive it around a little bit. And if it goes bad after a month or two, it was still cheaper than your payments, and go get you another one. I mean, these are disposable cars, like disposable phones when you're doing a $1,000 car compared to what you're driving. But yeah, this thing is uh, its a weight around your neck. It's uh, shaming to you every time you get in it, every time you write the check. It's a ripoff. There's nothing good coming out of it. I would do everything I could to get rid of it as soon as possible. and their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com, rules and restrictions may apply. Thank you for joining us, America. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Tim is in Chicago. Hey, Tim, how are you?
4: Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys
0: doing? Better than I deserve. How can we help?
4: Uh, so my wife and I are considering buying our first home in the next year or two, and we've got a down payment set aside, the savings account, Mm -hmm. but we also have uh, a substantial amount of money in investments that are not retirement investments. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to decide if we should sell some or all of those and put it towards the down payment. So we, we just don't know how to decide if that's a good decision or not.
0: Well, the shortest distance between where you are and wealth uh, being a millionaire and beyond, uh, the first two things that end up happening, uh, in all the data that we have on millionaires that we've collected over 30 years, uh, the first two things that happen are a paid for home and a large gradually built up 401k Roth IRA retirement plan. Okay. That leads me to, to to that confirms what we've been teaching all these years that your most powerful wealth-building tool is your income, and when you don't tie up your income with debt payments, you can use your income to build wealth. Translation: I'm going to pay off my house as fast as I can. I'm going to put as much down on my house as I can without cashing in any retirement. How much is in your non-retirement that you that's substantial? Uh, it's about three hundred thousand dollars. Way to go, man! Good for you. Mm, thank you. And how yeah. much down payment uh, fund have you saved?
4: Uh, we've got about 130000 in cash.
0: Okay. And do you have an emergency fund beyond that?
4: Yes, we have. We actually have 50000 set aside. Some of that would be for maybe a car purchase in the next maybe four or five years, and the rest is uh, actual emergency fund, like six months of expenses.
0: So if I'm doing my math right, you have $430,000 you could put down. What is the price range of home you're thinking of?
4: I mean, we're looking at no more than 500000
0: Perfect. And your household income is what?
4: Uh, 200000
0: Excellent. And so you've got one debt to pay off then, which is a $70,000 debt. You're 100% mm-hmm. debt-free. Uh, you'll be sitting in a paid-for half a million dollar, by then maybe $600,000 house, and you make $200,000 a year. And how old are you?
4: Uh, we're 33.
0: Wow. Wow, man. And uh, how much is in your retirement accounts?
4: Uh, we've got about two seventy total. Okay. So your
0: net worth at that point would be somewhere in the neighborhood of eight seventy, seven seventy, somewhere in there,
4: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, putting you at a, being a millionaire by the time you're thirty-five fairly easy, right?
4: Uh, I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah. pretty incredible, Tim. Well done.
4: Well okay. Done. Yeah, thank you. I, but here, here's the thing. The here's the thing.
0: If you're not, if that's what normal people will run up a big mortgage and then just run their investments, okay? Mm-hmm. But normals broke and. That think about, I just want you to kind of sit with your wife with no television on and feel, what. It, and just let the feeling run over your body, what it would feel like to be in a paid-for $500,000 house, $300,000 in my 401k, 50000 in my savings account. I'm 32 years old. Man. That, that feel, sounds pretty good. It feels pretty peaceful, doesn't it? And the, the sidebar of that is that peace causes your relationships to be different, causes your health to be different, causes you to be better at work, uh, more have a more of a tendency to walk away from toxic things at work and go do something else if the people there are misbehaving. And over the scope of 10 years, there's some uh, non-mathematical things that cause you to prosper.
2: As you were explaining that, Dave, I was thinking the biggest fight they would have if the air conditioner went out is who's calling the AC company. That would be, yeah. be the fight.
0: Yeah, we're so chilled. We're so Pete chilled. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. We're so chilled out. We're so peaceful that both of us forgot to call.
2: You, you call the roofer. I'm not calling. You call the roofer. That's the fight. Yeah. Not. Yeah. How are we going to eat? Yeah.
0: And it's, where are we going on vacation? Yeah. But you know, a buddy of mine years ago, I was working for this guy who was a real motivational guy. He was a, he was a fun guy and he uh I, it stuck with me he said you know i just want to make enough money that i can go to a restaurant and i can read the menu left to right hmm. instead of starting with the price yeah it's amazing i love i'm that. just going to pick out what i want and then i'm going to notice what the price was hmm. and um it's not like wow you know yeah i went with this guy who's a a billionaire on a trip a while back and we were uh in this resort town and we go to this fancy fancy restaurant and uh it was a big, big steakhouse deal, and so they've got this uh, wagyu on the menu uh, that is like from an award-winning cow. I mean, this is not just wagyu; this is this is a blue ribbon wa- or some kind of crap. I don't know what it is. It right? sleeps on a mattress. So, yeah, but it's like I don't know. We get this little bitty piece of steak, sliced real thin, that each of us can share a taste of, and it was a hundred and like ten dollars, right, for this, and we're looking at it going that's fun <laughs> it was really it was very it was very good and of course there was no way it was worth 110 right or, or 140 dollars, or whatever the crap he paid for it but he goes i've just never done anything like this before and we're gonna do it right now and so we ordered three of them for the table there's a bunch of guys sitting there and we we're all sitting there eating bessie the win, award-winning wagyu whatever she was or he was right i don't know and um but it's just that that's i it doesn't matter If you do that, when you got a billion dollars like that guy, right? He bought them for the whole table.
2: So what? There was remember that show, uh, uh, American Choppers. They made those awesome. Yeah, and it was the it was the father son, and they're always bickering at each other. I remember being younger. I was watching that show, and they were in a huge fight, and one of them storms outside and gets in the car to drive off, and he hits the wrong gear, and he backs up and hits something, and screws up the bumper, and his son comes out to help, and they're all mad, and. The son says, I can fix that. And he puts a chain around it to pop it back out, This the bumper. And he floors it and just rips the whole bumper off. <laughs> and they start dying laughing. And I remember sitting there thinking, I want that much money. <laughs>
0: where I can do that. that to
2: solve an argue with my old man, yeah. I can wreck his car. And we'll both think it's hilarious. <laughs> I remember that lodging <laughs> my head. like, I want that much money.
0: Yeah, well that was a reality show. That they they really didn't do that. They I know. That. Let me live
2: in my in my little happy world, Dave.
0: You eat the cow, I'll just oh. Yeah, you are living the reality show. Okay. Uh yeah, but that it, there is a thing to that. There's a um you get you know, uh uh one of the values of money is that you can do some things generosity wise, uh, for other people. You can buy the whole table, Bessie the Wagyu, whatever. You can do the uh, you can rip the bumper off for something. I mean, I don't. Whatever it is, you you can do stuff, and it um, it's 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 such a small percentage of the overall picture that it doesn't matter, and so you do it all with a level of peace rather than a level of
2: looking over your shoulder to see who's seeing you do it. You don't have to have an Instagram moment, right? Because you don't care. And I remember being a new professional, and uh, there was a woman, a couple of people ahead of me in a grocery line. And it was that you, you just see that fear like I forgot my money I don't have it and I didn't I didn't have it and I remember thinking this doesn't happen again John
0: um, next time I see this next I'm gonna have time I'm
2: going to be okay I'm going to be in a place where I can help her out yeah and that's just that stuck with me all these years man yeah yeah and I, I I've done giving
0: things I don't remember those the ones I remember is when I wasn't ready yeah yeah and it, they stick in you they stick in your crawl, you know you yeah. can't get rid of that one so that's the benefit of this stuff so man he's done such a great job. He has done such a great job. He's going to, you know, and here's the thing. If you're a millionaire when you're 35, do you know what you are when you're 65? Woo, baby. Uh, Wow. So here's your rule of thumb, okay? A lump sum invested in good mutual funds, if it averaged only 10%, which is less than the market, if it averaged only 10%, that lump sum doubles about every seven years. So a million in seven years, if you got it when you're 35, when you're 42, it's two. Okay. When you're 49, it's 4. When you're 56, it's 8. You want me to keep going? Yeah. It's a lot. And that's if he adds nothing to it. No more money, yeah. Adds nothing to it. And we know that's not happening. Tens of millions of dollars are at some of your fingertips if you just get your act together. This is The Ramsey Show. Of the day: Philippians 2.13, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Jesse Owens, 1936 Olympic four-time gold medalist, said, the battles that count aren't the ones for gold medals. The struggles within yourself, the invisible, inevitable battles inside all of us, that's where it's at. Hey, way to go. Roxanne's with us. Roxanne's in Anaheim, California. Hi, Roxanne. Welcome
2: to the Ramsey Show.
5: Hi. Hi there. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, I'm a bit nervous, so it's pardon my Well listen, Roxanne, more- I
2: almost sang your name. Does that happen all the time?
5: <laughs> yeah, take a shot every time you say my name, huh? I didn't. I almost <laughs> did. And I didn't. I that happened.
2: People used to call me <laughs> Deloney Baloney all the time growing up. And so I didn't want to contribute to, to the madness of your life. So there you go. <laughs> Don't be nervous.
5: Um, thank you. Okay. I've got a few things going on. I am, um, I've got about $50,000 in credit card debt. Uh, I'm about $17,000 with a business loan. I try to start a small business and, I have no customers right now, so I have no money coming in. So now I'm looking for work. <laughs> um, I'm starting to get... I'm six months behind on my business loan. I'm late on my credit card, and I don't know where to go. Um, do I take my 401k out to pay these this, this debt because the interest rates are just killing me? Do I take out a personal loan? Do I write my credit card companies? Uh, I'm sure whatever it's going to take me a few months to catch up just to my own personal debt. Uh, so hi, yeah. <laughs> what do I do? It's
0: scary, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, are you single?
5: I am married.
0: <laughs> okay. What does he make?
5: Uh, he pretty good money. He makes about uh two hundred thousand
1: mm-hmm.
5: a okay. year. So. How, long, how long have you guys He's been married? Good. For a little over 20 years.
0: Okay. Well, you're about 19 years late on combining your finances.
5: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes, we are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, my wife is not going to be late on things when I make $200,000 a year. I'm married to her for better, for worse, (laughs) for richer, for poorer. You're not his roommate. You're his wife.
5: Right. Right.
0: So what is he well, saying he said, about all? What's he saying about your debt being behind and you not having a job?
5: Um, kind of just ignoring it, pretending like it's not happening because I, I, I always have a way to figure it out.
2: Roxanne, does he know how bad it is?
5: Um, not no. really. No.
2: You need to, it's time for you to come clean. And it's oh, going to be a moment of sadness and shame, and there's probably going to be some other ripple effects because there's probably been some other stuff over the 20 years that y'all haven't told each other, but you got to come clean.
5: And together, together we have about $100,000 in IRS debt. So I we have been keeping our financials separate Um yeah, which is but worse, to
0: get together, you have yeah. $150,000 in debt, and he makes 200000 and you're getting ready to get a job and start making money. So you're going to have 300000 or whatever coming into this house, and you're going to clean up that $150,000 in debt in about a year and a half if you will finally combine your finances and quit acting like roommates.
5: Okay. And just I say, together
0: we can different. do anything. Separately we suck. Yeah. But that involves you not having so much pride, I'll clean up my own mess, or him not being a jerk saying, you clean up your own mess. Uh, but you guys are missing out on some of the best parts of marriage because you're stiff-arming each other.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely pride is takes place in there because I've worked my whole life. and huh.
0: Well, it's not that you're not of value. It's not that you're not of value. It's not that you need a keeper. That's not the point. The point is, mm-hmm. it's for better, for worse, and sickness and in health. If you got cancer, he's supposed to take care of you, and you didn't do anything right. wrong there. Okay, I mean, you may have made some mistakes with money, uh, but welcome to being a human walking around in America. If you're if you made yeah. mistakes with money, you're over twelve. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to be in <laughs> Anaheim doing a a building wealth event on May the fifth. And um, I think it's the 5th or some, May, something like that. And, um,
2: no, it's right, it's right before that, for 2nd uh, for
0: or so. Yeah, okay, er, early May. And uh, we're going to have Austin pick up, and he's going to give – May 2nd. He's going to pick up and give you two VIP tickets for you and your husband. That means that I'm going to get to meet you. We'll take a picture with you, but you're going to be there for the Building Wealth live event. I'm also going to give you Financial Peace University – but you have to do it together, Roxanne. Now's the time. Now's the time. Okay, all this stuff of I can stand on my own or, uh, or he doesn't need to help or he thinks he's too cool to help or whatever the, is in this chemistry of this conversation has got to be wiped clean and your two newlyweds smiling and looking at the rest of your life together and going, we're going to combine everything and we're going to take on the world and the IRS, and we're going to win on both fronts. So you can do this. Hold on. Austin's going to pick, you up, pick up and get you into all of that. Susan's in Youngstown, Ohio. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
5: Hi. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Sure. How can I help?
5: Well, my mother passed away in October of last year. My brother was the executor of her estate, and his name was on her checking account. So the di- money was divided between the siblings that was in two checking accounts. Now, since it since he could write the checks and it, it, is it considered an inheritance or a gift?
0: Should be an inheritance. It's her okay. money in the account just because his name was on the account doesn't change it.
5: Okay. Because my account, yeah, my accountant is, tell, is telling me I don't have to pay an inheritance tax.
0: Well, there's not an inheritance tax. But the only question is, is, is there a gift tax? And right. uh, there's no inheritance tax unless she had a net worth of over $20 million. No,
5: but she's telling me that I'm going to have to pay income on that money. No, it's tax, not income. Yes, you
0: need a new accountant.
5: Okay. No, that's absolutely so
0: not, a, not taxable. Inheritance is not a taxable event, period. Okay. Period. Period. Okay. I mean, I mean, there, you you can get an inherited IRA, and that can be taxable. But this is just a checking account. It was your mom's cash. The executor of the estate distributed part of the estate by writing checks out. That is not a taxable event. Period. I'm not a tax okay. expert, but I'm right.
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> you usually are, Dave. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm not on taxes, but this one I do know. Okay. This one I do know. It's just a matter of how they nuance and how they couch it. If she decides she wants it to be a a gift, then, then you've got a gift tax. If it's an inheritance, there's not an inheritance tax. And so the executor of the estate is liquidating the estate. Happened to have his name on the checking account already, which made it easy to do mechanically, tactically, but it doesn't change the legality. The money was not his. The money was mom's, and he, as the executor, distributed it to according to the will, according to her wishes, to the heirs, and that is not a taxable event. Period. So um, you know you, you may need a different accountant, uh, or you may need to put some different documentation in the file. You may need a letter from your brother as the executor of the estate. This money was distributed. I, I'm I was acting as the executor of the estate. I'm not your brother giving you a gift. I'm acting as the executor of the estate, and I am distributing this money as a distribution from the estate by liquidating the checking account. That's simple. And then then it is simply not taxable. Inherited money is not taxable yet, but it's not right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ha- uh, we'll save that conversation for another day, Dave. I'm just. <laughs> that puts this one in the books. I love it. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, my co host this hour. I am Dave Ramsey, your host. Thanks to James, to Ben, to Austin in the booth, Zach, the guys, the booth boys that do this work. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.
2: Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.